Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thanks so much for being with us today. I really appreciate you joining us, and I'm excited about my next guest, who is Chris King. And Chris is an issue resolution. Uh, let me say this again. Chris is an issue resolution specialist and authentic presenter, and he increases the emotional quotient of your business and gets the most out of your employees. We're going to ask him how, and uh, as we get him on the line here. So let me pull him up. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Chris, uh, you're an issue resolution specialist and authentic presenter. Tell our listeners a little bit about your background and what it is that you do and how you help. Sure. Well, you know, essentially an issue resolution specialist is kind of a fancy way of saying problem solver. Um, And as far as authentic presentation, that really, you know, it could be qualified as as a motivational speaker. But the thing is that my whole platform is about authenticity and really bringing forward uh, those things that are unique to the individual and packaging those in the in the corporate way so that whatever you're doing as far as business is done in your specific way. Um, you know, my background is, uh, well, I have a natural aptitude as being a conceptual thinker, which means that the details that someone presents me are relatively incidental. There's a concept at work underneath that. Uh, by highlighting what that concept is and identifying where uh, in all the places in life that that, that concept is playing out, uh, we can actually resolve some of the issues and, and the problems that come up. Um, my educational background is in spiritual psychology. So um, in, in a way, you, you're, you help people go deep on their issues and, and really come up with some innovative solutions. And with your psychology background, you can get... Do you use that to get deeper into their the, the root of what their issue might be? Absolutely. Most most of the issues, and, and let's 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 explain or define what an issue is um, first. An issue is anything that disturbs your peace, I, and, and I mean that literally, like anything. It could be if you're upset because you're stuck in traffic, or if uh, you know you're going through a challenging time in life. Any any point, any sticking point in life, or anything where you can say I am upset because, and you fill in the blank. There's an issue there. Um, most of those things uh, go way back into our history. And by going, going all the way back as deep as we can into the core of that issue and resolving that, then it no longer becomes a problem. And if you can imagine, Bill, if there's something, you know, some pattern where you can say, you know, that this has always upset you. And, you know, maybe it's, you know, for me, it's, oh, I'm going to bring up traffic because that's my thing. Get, getting stuck in traffic drives me crazy. Um, but imagine if that one thing could never bother me again, no matter where I am or what's happening, but to actually be in a place where I'm at peace in that situation, that's the kind of thing that I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And um, so how would you go about figuring out why traffic bothers you so much? Let's use that example. 
Well, you know, and that that really is a good one. The there's there's a meaning that I'm attaching to that. If I'm upset because I'm stuck in traffic, what does that mean to me? A lot of times I will think and speak in analogies because, again, it's about the concept. What does this represent? What is the meaning behind being stuck in traffic? Um, you know, something like being stuck in traffic is, is great because it's, uh, it tied into a thing that I had where there was what, what's essentially going on is victim positioning, you know, and there's, there's judgment and there's wronging that, you know, this should not be that way for whatever reason. I can rationalize that. However, you know, there's too many people that live here or they should, you know, fix the, the, the road so that they operate more efficiently. But anytime I'm suggesting that something should be in a way that is other than it is, I have entered into judgment, and once I've entered into judgment, I've completely lost my objectivity because I'm just stuck in this right-wrong thing, and, and in the case of traffic, I put myself in this victim position where it's, you know, kind of a woe is me. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, like uh, like it never happens to anybody else, but uh, so I understand. Right, so right, what like, you're saying, <laughs> like there, this there's, always there's, happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> there's a deeper why behind why does it upset you that you're in traffic, and there's probably an underlying thing that really upsets you because now I'm going to be late. Well, you're going to be late because you leave the house too late or you leave, you know, you're, you're, you schedule yourself too tightly. So going back and going back and kind of peeling away the onion, as they say, and hopefully there's something there in the middle. And that's, is that, is that what it boils down to? Yeah, it really does. And, you know, in my case specifically, and I'll, I'll just speak from the chest here. And in my case specifically, I'm actually looking for a scapegoat because chances are it's, it's not actually about the traffic itself, uh, you know, because that's, that's really not what's bothering me. There's something else that's bothering me. And in my case, what I'm doing is I'm looking for something to direct my energy uh, to. So in the case of traffic, it becomes my scapegoat. I'm upset because traffic is terrible and I'm stuck here. That's not really what's going on. What's going on, what's going on is something else. And I'm just looking to displace what's really happening because if I can displace it and make it about something that it isn't, then I can successfully um, put it out there on something else and I don't have any accountability for it. It's not my doing or quote-unquote fault. Um, and again, that's, that's kind of a judgment where we start assigning fault to things. But the reality is that I, you, and anybody is 100% accountable for their experience in this life. Now, if we can accept that accountability does not mean fault and understand that accountability means ownership, then we shift from a victim position to a place of empowerment because now I'm not the victim of this thing. I have empowerment. I, am, I have ownership of my experience. Great, great insights, Chris. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you see as the biggest problems that are facing most companies today. I think the biggest problem that's happening for a lot of companies um, or, or, you know, sole proprietors is commoditization. What's, we, we are bombarded by messages every waking hour of the day. You can't go online. You can't turn on the TV or the radio or walk down the street without somebody offering you something in the way of a sales pitch. Um, the thing is that, like, let's take professional services, for example, if there's, you know, your, your neighborhood accountant kind of thing. What makes one accountant different from another, you know, or financial planners, you know, uh, they'll, they all sort of have the same kinds of resources and the same kinds of packaging. And so mm -hmm. it's really the biggest problem that anybody's having is truly differentiating themselves from their competition. 
Yeah, that's a good point. And a lot of, of course, a lot of people say, well, it's our service, but that's not different. That doesn't, that's not different anymore. It's only different with the first one. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it you know, seems if, like you're, you're somebody, right. People are, yeah. Go, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say there's so many are trying to differentiate and it seems like, well, how many ways can they be different? I mean, they're, they're an accounting firm. So how do you address that? Right. What, what do you look for? Well, a lot of places, and you know, you bring up a great point, Bill. I appreciate that. The um, service, you know, we we have superior service. Now, I, I'm going to give you a couple of metrics that people typically measure themselves by to quote unquote differentiate themselves. The the first metric the metric that they'll use is they'll they'll say they're better, right? Well, here's the problem with better. That is a completely subjective term. It's like, you know, when politicians say, well, you know, I'm running on a platform of change. Yes, but change to what? You know, it's a nebulous statement, and it's completely subjective. So it doesn't really mean anything. So what they're saying is I differentiate myself with this meaningless, nebulous thing. Some people will uh, differentiate themselves with price. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a much easier metric to measure, but unfortunately it's incredibly fragile because anybody can trump you on price at any given moment. Um, the same is true with speed. We do it faster than someone else. Well, that, that's great, but you can also get trumped on that at any given moment. The, the only metric that is of any real importance that, that truly differentiates, um, you know, and, and, and in the case of service, again, it's a nebulous statement, the, the only one that really matters is different. When Vin Scully was early, 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 just getting started in his career, his mentor told him something that I actually carried with me um, my entire life. Uh, and he said, what is, the, what is the one thing that you can bring to your radio show that no one else can? The answer is you. And mm-hmm. that's where the core of my work is. How can I take someone and really get to the core being of them, bring that fully forward in their career? If I can do that, for either an individual or for a team, then what I have been able to successfully do is basically make them more of themselves within the company package. And the benefit of that is they get to be more of who they naturally are. They love their job and they are just going to work like crazy and love it and be incredibly successful because who can be more successful at being themselves? (laughs) Nobody can trump you on that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point, and uh, you know maybe that's why so many law firms and accounting firms are the names of the individuals as the name of the firm. Yeah, and that's very true. But again, and there's also kind of a trend there. I mean, it sounds very important. I'm with you know, you know, you know A, B, C, and D, and it sounds it sounds very important and everything. But again, unless there is a meaning attached to that name. You know, there's, there's a brand that is very clear, very understood. You know, a, a great example, and it's not in the legal world, but, you know, name me one company that is better at maintaining, establishing and maintaining their brand than Disney. If you want to see branding done right, take a look at Disney because everything they put that name on is Disney all the way. So if you're going to have a name, you know, and I don't care if it's somebody's last name or if it's a creative, uh, you know, entity name or something – if you can establish that brand with clarity and make make it synonymous with the meaning of like if Disney's brand is family fun, that you know Disney and family fun means the exact same thing. So if you can take that 
you know, in the, the legal world or the financial world or whatever, have that kind of connectivity with somebody. Now you've different. Now you've truly differentiated yourself. You know, Chris, it seems like the the world has gravitated towards uh, towards brevity and and you know extreme clarity. So how important is it to break down your brand and how do companies really differentiate themselves in this commoditized world? Well, it has to be succinct. We've you know we've really shifted um, over over the course of you know a hundred you know a couple hundred if not a few hundred years. To, you know, attention span has changed, you know, particularly with like the millennials. We're, we're certainly used to instant gratification. And, um, you know, a long time ago, a, you know, even in the 60s, let's say, you know, you could have, you know, the long version of Inigata De Vida and it was 11 minutes long. Nobody's going to put an 11-minute song on the radio today. That's just not going to happen because that's not the world we live in anymore. So it has to be succinct. If, if you can't deliver your message in five words, then you're probably uh, you're probably missing something, and, it's, and it's, there's a good chance it's going to get lost. And this has actually been a real challenge for me because, as you can probably already tell, uh, I suffer from excessive verbosity. I can't tell a five-minute story in under 15 minutes, so it's uh, <laughs> definitely been one of my challenges. No, but you, what you're saying makes t- a tremendous sense. I'm thinking of the, for instance, the H&R Block campaign that's been out for the last couple of years, where they're, you know, they, they've got an icon, they've got the guy with the red tie, I think it is. And he, all these, you know, it's it's get your money back, America is I think is their tagline now. That's five words. Right, and it's, right. It's very succinct, and they're they're differentiating uh, in the accounting world with that campaign by appealing to the the masses, right? To get your money back. That's, so it's a, it's a greed based kind of a campaign. A very smart. Point. Yeah. Yeah. The and, you know, and when Steve Jobs was uh, at Apple Computer, he did it in one word, quite simply, because the Apple brand was synonymous with innovate. It was that simple. There was an ad that I remember seeing, and I can't remember when it was, but it was talking about, um, you know, here's to the crazy ones kind of thing, where he talks about all the innovators and the dreamers and everything. There was not one piece of technology product in that ad, but it made their point very clear and very well and very succinctly. So yeah, it's it's a fascinating topic, of course. Uh, and, of course, uh, uh, if you're out there as a professional or a biz, small business and, and you want to really create differentiation in your branding, you need to really get to the root of who you are. And that's where Chris King and, and of course, is uh, the, the background psychology is tremendously helpful to really break it down and get back to, well, who are you? Let's figure out who you are. Uh, let's talk about that. So if you have issues uh, and you want to increase the emotional quotient of your business and get the most out of your employees, uh, you, you should be talking to Chris. Chris, give us a couple tips about getting the most out of employees in the last few minutes we have. You know, the, the number one thing is to tap into – your first experience with that employee, if you're a team leader, for example, think about the last person you brought onto your team. What was it about that person that hooked you? You know, it's not going to be, well, they're a really hard worker. Well, they're really smart. Well, they, you know, they're really dedicated. They know their stuff. All of that is kind of lowest common denominator stuff. That's, that's the commoditized kind of thing. What is it about that person that hooked you in? How do you tap into that quality, bring that out of them fully forward in the company package so that they will love their job, they will love their boss, and they will just do their hardest for you every day 
and truly really have a, a rewarding experience at your company or organization. That's the kind of thing that you're looking for. So, yeah, get back to that. What What is it, that unique thing? And I've heard this before, Chris. Tell me if it, this makes sense to you is when you're trying to come up with what that thing is, the first – most people stop at, say, five descriptors, five, five adjectives. But really where it's, you're going to find it is probably in six, seven, eight, you know, further down the line. You need to get past the common ones that you spit out and, and get to, you know, find that really unique uh, thing about somebody. And, and I like that tip a lot because it's the spirit. That's the spirit of the person, not all of the common traits and adjectives you hear thrown around. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and and I think it it can be hard sometimes to identify that. So what I've what I've asked um, business owners to do sometimes is say, okay, let's forget the rhetoric, let's forget about all the thinking stuff. How did you feel in the moment you decided that's the person? What did you feel? What was your energetic sense? You know, really close your eyes, go back to that time, and and see if you can put yourself into that spot and identify what it was because that's a great place to start great stuff chris how do our listeners best get in touch with you uh you can uh, always call me uh 323-977-8766 that's a uh confidential line uh you can always email chris at chris m is in mike king.com or uh always uh, my website's available as well chris Chris M. King. So this is, uh, you know, this is someone who can pull those truths out, who can help you really figure out what it is that's going to be your differentiation that can make a big difference in your campaign moving forward to create your own space in a very world, in a big world of sameness out there. So, Chris, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure to have you on. Uh, I always enjoy talking with you, and I hope that uh, we'll have you on again sometime soon and uh, and uh, go deeper on some of these topics because I know there's I know there's more there. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. So, well, thanks join. so much for having me. You know, I really appreciate the time. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back, so please stay with us and uh, stay tuned. Business owners, if you came back from lunch and there was a resignation letter on your desk, which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? What are you doing to prevent this from happening? At Exit and Retirement Strategies, we design plans that attract, motivate, and retain key employees. For a free consultation, call Bill Black, the Exit Coach, at 866-370-3774. Call today. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 